0: So, thanks again to Michelle Swain at, uh, at AHS Staffing. Yeah. She wrote AHS Staffing-Nurse Stat. I've just always known them as AHS Staffing, you yeah. know, uh, down in Texas. I, I She sent us a fun little pack with a bunch of stickers and with all the beers and stuff. She sent us last week's beer, the pickle beer, mm-hmm. which I still
1: can't stop thinking about. That's just... You know what? I've had... Just because I put a picture of it on my Instagram, I've had what? like probably 10 people ask me about it. Yeah? How was it? How was that thing? Hmm. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare-traveling, craft beer-drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones.
0: Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. And part two of our Dallas-Fort Worth beers from AHS Staffing. Uh, Michelle knows the way to our hearts here. Uh, Yeah. In in addition to running a craft beer group for travel healthcare professionals, um, we've talked multiple times. and, And she knows, like, by far one of my favorites is Hazy IPAs. Yep. And so she sent us two good ones. Uh, we've got Turning Point beer, yeah. Uh, uh, Double Dry Hop Galaxy, so uh, DDH. DDH. That's that's always going to get your attention. Always, yeah. Always, and this, yeah. From you know, Turning Point. Yeah, so I, I said that one, and then Electromagnetism from Celestial Brew Works. Yeah, I'm um, excited
1: for these. I mean, I'm to the point now with with Untapped that. I don't even care really if they're good. I just need to check them. In. If I haven't <laughs> had it before, I'm gonna drink it. And I know these are gonna be great from when I was just doing a little bit of research and uh, reading about it. Just yeah. looking at the the amount of details on those labels and stuff. These are gonna be great. It's it's adult Pokemon, right? I mean, it's I'm older than Pokemon, so I go baseball
0: yeah. cards. Okay, but, okay, you know, Dolan's po- crew is probably Pokemon. Pokemon love it. Like you yeah. need you, you don't need the Magneton, but you get him anyway. Got to drink good. them all. Yeah
1: got to drink them all boy that's a that's a, sl- a slogan yeah. I like it gotta drink them all all right
0: all right which one do you want to go with first let's
1: do, you want do to... let's do this one first good because that's how my research started so. <laughs> well that's how you said it in the email so I assume that's how we were gonna do it
0: all right so turning point beer double dry hop galaxy uh, we'll pour a little bit of this here first and then <laughs> get into this one so turning point beer is at 1307 Brown trail in Bedford. Texas looked up where Bedford Texas is it's kind of north of Arlington and then almost in between uh, Dallas and Fort Worth
1: I learned that they call that the DFW the DFW Dallas Fort Worth because I was I was reading some research and then I just kept saying that over and over and I was mm. confused and then I put my thinking hat on and I was like oh yeah that makes Dallas Fort Worth that DFW. makes all the sense yeah there you go Open Tuesday through Thursday, 4 to 9, Friday, 4
0: to 10, Saturday, noon to 10, Sunday, noon to 6, closed on Monday. Uh, founded by Alex Knight and James Peary. P E E R Y. Peary. Sounds about probably. Turning Point began roughly in 2013 as a home brewing. They both were home brewing in the garage. And uh, what do we got? Oh, Dolan didn't have a glass. This
1: is important. You I don't want to get you guys all sick so uh, appreciate that. Oh, good call. I do like you have a nice setup over there some pocket tissues. Mm, yeah. That's what happens when you get married and yeah. um, you just yeah. Shaking so, a lot of hands that day. That is
0: oh, yeah. true. That's true. a lot of a lot of hugging. So Turning Point began in 2013 as Home Brewing. Uh, they were called 6 Second Brewing at at the time so I don't mm. know 6 Seconds. So.
1: I don't even Yeah, what would the special
0: thing about that be i don't know no clue okay none uh at the end of december and this story parallels our friends across strain pretty well like uh end of december 2016 they decided to go all in and start with a business plan they found some investors they opened march 17th of 2018 so they have not been open very long say just over a year and a half just over a year and a half
1: isn't that cool that that's only been a year and a half and we already have these beers yeah and, like, they're here in Nebraska.
0: And according to Michelle, and I'll get into this just a little yeah. bit more. She wrote me a nice, long, handwritten letter to go with this about these beers and stuff. Like, both Turning Point and Celestial have very low distribution, probably because they're so new. Mm-hmm. But these are, the value, the aftermarket value on these is super high. Yeah. Uh, just, just because of their low distribution.
1: Yeah, and, uh, and if they're good, mm-hmm. it adds more value. There's a whole other world out there, the trading world and the secondary markets for beers, mm-hmm. and I don't know. It's crazy what some things will bring. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I wonder about these, though. I'm not. I'm sometimes I'm scared to know. <laughs> I don't want to know if I'm drinking it. I don't want to know what I could sell it for. I just want to enjoy it. Yeah. Have you t- Have you tasted this yet? I have not. Let's go not in on it. Oh, it. oh my
2: god! Was that a duck? What was yeah, that? Yeah, that wasn't my best sip.
1: Hmm. Sorry. I thought you were just clearing your nose out. Oh boy, mm. that thing mm. is everything you want it to be. Every, just the smell. Oh. I want. I seriously want this smell in my life all the time. <laughs> just a floating around me. I mean, not maybe when I'm pulled over by a cop or anything, but sure. Other than that, just walking around with oh this goodness. floating in, in my mm. my aura.
2: Ooh,
0: gosh, it smells so good too. I
2: actually, really like this one. Do you? Yeah.
0: yeah. I, it's so it doesn't have the kind of the hoppiness at the end.
1: No, which is... I mean, look at it. You shouldn't.
0: Oh, it looks like orange juice. It looks yeah. like just,
1: just so good. Oh, my goodness. Let's see what we got here. Mm. Double dry hop, double IPA. So, we're going 8%, I'm guessing at least. Probably. Eight, it says 8-2 here. Uh, Galaxy okay. Eldorado, Hallertau Blanc, and HBC 431 hops. So, that's so new it doesn't even have a name It doesn't even yet. have a name. So, an experimental hop and... Three so four different hops in this beer.
0: Hallertow is just fun to say.
1: It is. Um Hallertoe.
0: Turning point. Let's see if I can get a. let's see if we can
1: find the I like the uh, colors on this. Very reminiscent of the Charlotte Hornets colors. Oh yeah, kind of. They also have a double dry hop called
0: Dinglebop.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's That's like a an mm bop and a dingleberry
0: mm, combination. A dingle-bop. dinglebop. Wow. Okay, um, so we'll get into the untapped ratings here. Okay, so eight point two percent ABV, seventy eight IBUs. That's pretty high for mm-hmm. for this kind of beer. But you can't really—it's not there. I though. mean, this
1: is what I like, though. Mm-hmm. I like IBUs, so I'm I'm way fine with this. Dolan, you're not a bitter guy, no.
0: But you like this one, yeah.
2: Though. I I just feel like it's a little bit more. I don't I don't know, fruity, citrusy. Very yeah. yes. Than most. Yeah.
1: The only time you get any of the bitterness, just just barely, is at the end.
0: Just barely, though. Right. And mm-hmm. even with some of our favorites here locally, some of the double dry hop mm-hmm. kind of favorites, like, you know, it there's there's way more bitterness at the end.
1: Dolan finished his already.
2: Yeah, it's like... He did like that one. It's honestly kind oh. of like, um, <clears throat> you know, the juices, like the grapefruit juice, like the 100% mm-hmm. juice. Mm-hmm. Kind of what it tastes like to me with a little hop. That's You're why they call them juicies. Juicy.
1: Juicy. Juice bombs mm-hmm. or whatever. You get that sort of flavor, yeah. Man, that smells good.
2: You're right.
0: Holy cow. Uh,
1: yeah. Let's see. What do you got? Some more? No, that's it oh, for okay. me. okay. So, opened in 2018, and they've been kicking ass ever since. So, Well, I, I did just a little perusing around their website just to kind of get an idea as to where I was going to go. Yep. Um, and they make a beer... And you know, if, if I find Music Connection, we're going there. Of course. They make a beer called Welcome to the Machine. Oh, Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Oh, this is right up my So alley. I just did a little Pink Floyd Welcome to the Machine information here. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, it's the second song on the Wish You Were Here album. Oh, yes. Which is one of my favorite Pink Floyd albums. Might be my favorite, actually. Oh, It's so... Next to
0: Dark Side. Dark Side of the Moon is so... And here's... Here's the thing with me like if I had a second favorite band it would be Pink Floyd. Okay. And that's a and that is a Well you can have 1A, a second 1B, favorite, right? I mean, what's your first favorite? Pearl Jam. Okay. Always. But All right. Pink Floyd was there for me during a weird time like in high school where it, it you know you got that high school angst or mm-hmm. whatever and The Wall. Oh yeah. Was, that's a
1: classic. It just it was everything I needed at well, the time. The it was the author- you know, it's fighting authority was yeah. The Wall, right? The mm-hmm. whole thing. Um, that's pretty much what this song is about too, if you yes. kind of think about it. Oh. Uh, I think Pink Floyd has been there for angsty teens since about 1972. Absolutely. So you, you, uh, although you feel like you're mm-hmm. um, something different and special in the world, you're just another piece of the, the cog of the machine, right? Just another uh, brick in the wall, right? And go there too. <laughs> there we go. Um, so this song was written by Roger Waters, lyrics, mm-hmm. music, and all that stuff. Um, but David Gilmour sings most of the lyrics in the song Yep uh, There was a part of the song I've, I found this interesting That David Gilmour just couldn't get it He couldn't sing it in the key Or the way it was supposed to be Okay So they like manipulated the actual tape So he sang a little bit lower Than what it should have been And then they just like Bent and raised the tape up To change his voice To get ah. to the octave Where it sounded like it was Okay
2: a little side note about that on the engineering side of, of that, doing that, it's so crazy when they would do, you know, tape to tape audio recording to mm-hmm. do that. Like they would just like make the tape go a little faster to kind of like bend the pitch and then mm-hmm. you'd have to do it like perfect, right? Oh, yeah. Now there's just the software and you just yeah. drag the note like up Jeez. or down. Yeah. <laughs> Pro yeah. Tools or whatever. Yeah, you yeah. Just, Melodyne, Melodyne. Yep. I
0: wonder what part mm-hmm. that is.
1: I don't know. I tried to figure out what line it was and uh, the interviews that I read of um, Gilmore talking about it, he just said, the only time that we ever had to manipulate tape in a song was one line in this, in this song. Weird. Um, the song basically is criticizing the music industry at the time, Yep. but it's also talking basically like uh, boiled down to like, even if you're trying to go against the machine mm-hmm. and become an artist... Just by doing that, you are a part of the machine. Yes. Right? So even if you have great intentions, you're still getting sucked in and you're fighting this thing that now you're just a part of anyway. Mm-hmm. And that's, what, that's basically what the song is about. Hmm. A lot of their music is that way. Um, this song is covered by Queensryche.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: And sh- some band called Shadows Fall. I've never heard that version.
0: You've heard Shadows Fall. Shadows Fall they're the a, band? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you have. They're they're more they're a more modern Yeah,
1: mar- modern metal band. Yeah, interesting. What yeah. So found. Yep. Um the title is also in this book by Tim Footman. It's called Welcome to the Machine, Okay Computer and the Death of the Classic Album. Which sounds like an interesting book, but basically pairs Radiohead and Pink Floyd as mm-hmm. far as themes and instrumentation mm-hmm. and just atmosphere. Yep. And writes a book about how those bands have changed the landscape of what an album is and not just a collection of singles, but a piece of art, right? OK Computer is, I would argue, probably one of the top
0: 10 albums of all time. Whoa. For me, for me, that was that and Kid A, if you're a Radiohead fan, Kid A was super experimental, but OK Computer was just kind of right on that edge and they they pushed it so... Just they were towed right up to it and then kind of stepped over the line I mean that was recorded 20 years ago and it sounds like it was recorded yesterday <sighs> it's still it's one of those that can just you just hit play and just let it go yep
2: you for know sure. and in modern music just in all genres I feel like artists are kind of getting away from that too um mm-hmm. well could, that's
1: yeah I mean that's the way people consume music is different now. Right, true. People are just clicking on YouTube or Spotify link, you know, and, the single. Uh, mm-hmm. And honestly, important.
2: I think that's why um, that the new two album overall didn't do well. Mm-hmm. But I personally like it because of that, because it is one cohesive art yeah. piece mm-hmm. versus just a bunch of singles.
1: Well, I mean, it. I think just this week now, their single is number one in rock, mm-hmm. rock radio or... Yeah. Um, billboard charts, which is crazy because that first single was like over 10 minutes long. Yeah, yeah I was
2: going to say it's like 12 minutes long or 11 something. I think it's
1: the longest song in the Hot 100s hmm. history or something. So they've been keeping track. Wow. So pretty cool. Um, also, this was something I'd never heard of. I mean, I've heard of the game, but the song is the influence for a level in a game called Echo the Dolphin? Was that like a Genesis game? I think so. It was like the second to last level. And this song is like, like, somehow it's in the background of the video game or like what you're supposed to do is based on this song. So they like apparently liked it and programmed it into the game, I guess. Yep. So, My Echo the Dolphin? Echo the Dolphin. I think it was a Genesis the game. I'm pretty yeah. sure I remember that from somewhere. I don't, ask don't know why. Phil would yeah. be able to tell
0: us. Yeah, My Echo. favorite line from the song is. Because it's a narrative of them mm-hmm. meeting with like record execs and the record exec like trying to be cool or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yes, oh by the way, which one's pink? Like he wants to know right. which one is is pink. His
1: you know, yeah, because it name. should be a Pink Floyd, right? You would it think so. Two yeah. guys' names. No, no. Yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. God, I could talk about Pink Floyd all yep. day long. That's what I. That's what I did for just this brewery. Uh, and it was like a Berliner Weiss, I think, is the beer Ooh. style. They had quite a few different ones that were named neat, neat names. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that one just grabbed me right away, so I went with that. Michelle, if and I know you, you were
0: super generous in sending us what you did. Um, if you could get your hands on the, is
1: it called Welcome to the Machine? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Yep, my gosh! Right on there, and it's like a guy's getting. Abducted by aliens on the album or on the can cover, not album cover, but awesome. So he's kind of like back, kind of like that classic Led Zeppelin,
0: yeah, pose. I I would be happy to send you some more Nebraska beers, yeah, of equal or greater value. If you could find us that one, that would be awesome. That'd Just be from, cool. I I actually so I bought and it's a sour, so it's been in my fridge, in my beer fridge now for I don't even know how long, two years probably, yeah. um, and I only bought it. I bought it in Colorado. Because it's a it's the label uh, the name of the beer is careful with that raspberry Eugene, and that's a careful yeah. with that axe Eugene uh-huh. is a Pink Floyd early early Pink Floyd yeah
1: and I thought careful with purpose. that raspberry Eugene yep. is yeah that's a fun a nice name. name I yeah because I collect beer cans or bottles that have mm-hmm. music tie-ins yep so I, yeah that's why I I've gravitated to this one maybe
0: after the first of the year. We could. I'll bring that one in because you talk. We we're talking about special edition or mm-hmm. beer, special beers for special occasions or whatever. Mm-hmm. We could do an all Pink Floyd. Yeah, that'd be
2: cool. Episode. We yeah. could,
1: we could try. Uh, well, we did the Hanson
2: brothers. We better do a yeah, Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd right? Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's only fair to Pink Floyd, right? Know, we don't right? want to, we don't want to
0: go against them. Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's do the untapped on this one. Then we'll move on to the next oh, one. Oh, so, I got to drink this. then. Yeah, Jeez, drink, uh, I was savoring. I, Really, really enjoy this, mm-hmm. and I would rank this probably higher than what Untapped is. Oh, and unha- okay. And Untapped's pretty high.
1: I'm gonna if you well, twelve hundred and seventy-eight check-ins by the way. You, I would think you're gonna go. I don't know, four point two five. I'll go four and a half. Actually. Whoa! Yeah, I'll say four three three. That's the ranking you think it will be. Yeah, I'm gonna go four point one eight. Four point two seven. That's super pretty good
0: high for twelve hundred. Yeah, anything For low over distribution? A four. Yeah, yeah. I don't it's know. pretty good. This was a, this was a home run on this one. This was mm. I I would order another one of these and then possibly another one. I would in like right now I would do it. And yeah.
1: then Jenny would have to drive me home from the brewery,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> which has happened often.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I like that's one of the features in in Untapped. I think you can like get a lift like or something right in the yeah. in the app. It's great, smart, super smart. Yeah.
2: Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, I should start using Untap more. You should. I had right. it had it out last night. Yeah, I'm so bad at it. Mm. Don't follow me. Don't don't <laughs> follow Dolan. You can follow either one of us.
0: That, actually, it's a good reminder. Um, yeah, you can follow either one of us. Your yours is very easy. To well, because I got in
1: early when yeah, there were still usernames available.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm looking to find mine to see exactly how I have mine listed. Here we go. You can follow me on Untapped. Um, my my handle on there is simply Sushi X thirty seven. For any of you uh, old old wrestling fans of like message board days on the internet, Sushi X was an old like rumor guy for
1: professional wrestling on the message boards. Wow, yeah, so we've come a long way. We've come a long now way. Now we just get tweets. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, mine is uh, not that cool on Untapped. It's just brian peterson that's <laughs> b-r-i-a-n p-e-d-e-r-s-e-n uh, you know
2: how many other brian petersons that probably got the message of this username is already taken uh, hopefully a you bunch can try brian peterson but it's pretty
1: pretty uncommon spelling so probably not too many
2: <laughs> mine is bro2u2 so it's b-r-o number two letter u number two but don't follow me. I don't do anything. But don't, but don't, no doesn't do anything <laughs> on there. Unless you want to see him checking
0: in a bunch of bush lights.
2: Yeah, I'll check in, I'll check in like 10 beers every month mm. at one time. So the second beer we're getting into is called Electromagnetism.
1: Uh, it's already a little
0: bit lighter in
1: color.
2: It is.
0: Yeah, it's a little less hazy looking. Maybe more a little more golden. Is but this a double IPA? New England style IPA? No, I don't believe it is. Okay. I think that it's just, might be part of it. Yep. Mm, uh smells c- a little bit different, too. From Celestial Brew Works at 2530 Butler Street in Dallas, Texas. Now, I don't know whether she meant to do this or not, uh, but this is located, this brewery, Celestial Brew Brew Beer Works, is located in the Medical District in Dallas. I saw that. I wrote that in my notes. The yeah. city's medical district. There's a, like, triangle of three very large hospitals right there. So Children's Medical Center, Dallas. Parkland Memorial Hospital and UT Southwestern Medical Center, of which we have a ton of travelers in these in this at these facilities. So they here. could go go here. It's within walking distance. Yeah, it's close. Now I don't know what the neighborhoods are like, but yeah,
1: well maybe running distance, maybe or yeah or, or a
0: slow walk or Ubering. Yeah, distance
1: or Lyft in
0: your Untapped. Right. Boom. App- there you go. Need a Need a car. This episode brought to brought to you by Untapped. Yeah. Now they don't give us any money. <laughs> no. Open Wednesday and Thursday, four to ten, Friday, four to midnight. Uh for all of you that may either work day shift or night shift, this works Saturday, noon to midnight. So that's nice. Full twelve hours they're open. Yeah. Sunday, two to seven, closed, Monday and Tuesday. Started by Mark and Molly Reynolds. Looked like uh
1: nice. I people. saw their picture. Yeah. And they had a picture of them holding a baby. Yep. On their website. And there was one with like it looked like those. It was a straw, but it was glasses. Did you see that picture? No. I think they both of them ended up wearing them in the photos on the website I saw. But they were like, it was like a plastic straw, but it was turned into glasses, mm. so you could drink it and you could see it like go around your eye. <laughs> that was pretty cool.
0: They their website's a lot of
1: fun. Whoever Dude, did their it website so good. is yeah. But then I looked at the tap room and it was just the same stuff. You know, yeah. it was. I mean, just like this is, it's almost like decoupage. Is how I would describe this? Yep. Or like found items, you know, like art, like pictures mm-hmm. out of magazines and stuff. They just stuck them together. Yeah. But it's all about, All oh, you'll get into it, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, like space and, and and... I wrote it down. Art, science, and delicious fresh beer. That's what they're into. When you click on the Ooh. are you 21 on mm-hmm. their first page,
0: so it says are you 21, are you under 21? And then right below it, it says art, science,
1: space, beer. Mm hmm. All right. Yeah. I, yeah. I, this is where I got most of my research from this place today. I wrote down something
0: here that, uh, should, should play to your wheelhouse rather well. Um, while, uh, this is off their website. While we enjoy brewing all styles of beer, we have to admit we have a borderline unhealthy obsession with hops.
1: Yeah. Yeah, That sounds about right. That's you.
0: If I had to describe my friend, Brian. Yeah. That would be my that would be my description. That would be
1: yeah. I would say it's it's borderline unhealthy. I mean, I've been to the doctor recently and I got a clean bill of health, <laughs> which I was surprised at. That's good. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, thank you. But uh, yeah. yeah, I would say it's
0: borderline. If he, uh, if I, if I had to describe, like, t- describe Brian Peterson for me. Yeah. Uh Let's see. He loves his family. Loves yeah. his boy. Yeah. Loves hops. I do. I,
1: those are things that are true. hmm mm-hmm. And he yeah. loves music too. There you oh go. yeah. There you go. <clears throat> Get them all together. That's the perfect combination. All right. Did you try this yet? I haven't, I just smelled it a little bit.
2: This cup is uh ruining my sips. <laughs> well
1: it's got a little lip on it. I'm sorry, I just I was I panicked. <laughs> I just grabbed the first one.
0: So a little different. Not double dry hop, right? No no dry hopness at
1: the end. Yeah. Almost Ooh, I like that though. I do too. It's got some sort of like citrusy flavor in the middle. Some sort of fruit thing happening. but no bitterness no i would i would bet you that's a lot lower on ivus oh that's really nice though but it it's is. almost i mean it's hazy but it's it's clearer than the last one we did oh it's yeah you know but it lacks mm.
0: it lacks the bitterness at the end of a of yeah, it does style
1: it doesn't have that bitter finish which is Mm-mm. which is good hmm. yeah i like the uh um... i mean this is a new england ipa it's a hazy beer this has idaho seven hops and mosaic and Idaho 7, for me, is sometimes hit or miss, but this time
2: I'd say it's a hit. I like the upfront taste of, of the first one, but I like the finish of this one a lot better.
0: Yeah. Now, Untapped doesn't give me an IBU. 7.3, so we're, we're
1: a full percentage point
2: less mm, okay. in,
1: uh, in ABV, but no IBU. Okay. Which, yeah. If I had to guess, I'd say it's in the 30 range, mm. 30 to 40 maybe. I would have guessed probably 40-ish, somewhere in there. So. Can I, you believe that? When we first started this, you're now you're like, yeah, that's probably forty IBUs yeah, but I'm, I'm okay with it, <laughs> yeah it, it's come so far yeah right? it has come it's so fun. far uh this place made a they have a special, which I thought was awesome, uh, because I guess they must be close to Austin or something or their stadium where they have the Red river shootout oh. Oklahoma Texas game, yep, yep, so they had a deal where if your team loses your college football team loses, you get 10 percent off oh. So, you know, if, if you're a Husker fan, you're going to get some cheap beers. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, Iowa. That was nice to sure. see them lose the other day. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they, they have a thing if you're there and you're, your team loses 10% off. 10% off. Which is kind of a, you know, that's a good idea. You got to be wearing the gear? Or... I don't think so. I think oh. you just have to be like, hey, I'm unfortunately mm-hmm. a Husker fan this week. And, or Florida. <laughs> right that was a florida that they lose this week they i think so yeah yeah sorry be changing my team
2: every week yeah.
1: i would too i would too but they'd probably catch on to you if you're probably mm. probably as a jayhawk fan i would always get 10 percent off
2: yeah but yeah. who says you can't be a fan of multiple, multiple teams?
1: teams i do because that's not fandom <laughs> well True. yeah there's tears i think but
2: yeah. yeah i'm very much a one one team fan for every sport
0: mm Says the Green Bay Packers fan.
2: Yeah, got
0: Packer underwear on today too. Probably
2: it's green. Well, there you go. Oh Oh, baby, (laughs) that's too much. Yeah, TMI. TMI.
1: Oh boy. Hmm. Well, so this brewery, yeah, it like it's all the things I'm into, as well as them. So like hops, but like science and history and art and just cool stuff. So I felt pretty inspired. So we went through. And, uh, I just wrote down a few things that I wanted to just like quick hitters that I (laughs) wanted to get your information or your ideas on. Um, and then, uh, I have some actual structured stuff too, but I was like, okay, what's some popular culture things? Because they were referencing a lot of pop culture stuff as well as like historical figures in their beers. Mm -hmm. Like one of them was like, um, I don't know, what did I write it down? Like Galileo's lager or. Hmm. Einstein's love, something like that, like a scientist's sure. name, beer, mm-hmm. something like that. So I wrote down just a few things that I could think of um, that were space-themed, popular cultural stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Apollo 11, the oh, movie, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Houston, we have a problem. We have a problem. So I remember watching that at East Park Plaza movies in Lincoln, Nebraska. Okay. And it was on, we went to it on the 4th of July, oh. me and my buddy Daryl Rivers and we could have went to something else, but we were like, you know what? This is probably going to be a pretty good movie. Yep. And boy, was it. Dolan, have you seen it?
2: Uh-uh. Mm. Okay.
1: You should. You should. So I think there was a the return vessel from like two missions previous, Apollo 9 maybe. They had it at the Morrill Hall Museum in Lincoln. So as a kid, you could go up and look at like the capsule when it comes back down. Mm. You know, when it lands in the ocean or whatever, right. and they're in it. Yep. They had one. Yep. And holy cow, is it small? It was supposed to fit like three people or something? You're like, oh, you would not want to be in this thing Mm -hmm. for a long time at all. It'd be so claustrophobic. And if you're in the water, too, I would be just pissing my pants. Yeah. I'd be so scared. No way. Just let me (laughs) out. I'll take my
0: chances with a shark. Yep. (laughs) I would take my chances in outer space. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. Giant yeah.
1: squid. Two. That'd two be the worst of the whole trip, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this is amazing. We've been for so long. And now we're splashing the water and a mm. tiny little metal thing floating. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully <laughs> floating. Right? Like, yeah. oh, I don't want it. I don't even want to mess with that. Yeah. Um, Space Oddity. I wrote that down. Um, um, don't don't
0: say it. Don't I won't say it. Uh, I I want to say I want to no. Gosh darn it!
1: Should I say it? Yes. David Bowie. There we go. Uh, also. William Shatner, no, yeah, for real. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So I was at—I don't even remember what movie it was. It was this year, and it was at the Alamo Draft House. Okay. And you know how they do their their stuff before the movie, A which fun is fun. Intro. You've got to get there yes. early to see that yeah. before the previews. Oh yeah, that's some of the best stuff. Yep. Well, they had Shatner doing it like at the maybe like the Tonys or the. Was some sort of award show, but it was in the early, maybe late sixties, early seventies. Okay, and he was doing Space Oddity. like spoken word, kind of like because shatter- that's how, it, yeah, thing, exactly, yeah. like overacting. No, and it's amazing. I will try to find the YouTube and send it to you after oh, this. Man. But uh, so I, as soon as I was seeing this stuff, I was like, oh yeah, that yeah. is. Plus, also Star Trek. Um, well, sure, and like because both him and Spock had albums that were kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, popular releases back in the day, yeah, like, they're both terrible. My mom had Spock's album, the Nimoy the, one, the record. Yeah, Where he's sitting there with the guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's weird too. He, he but. wasn't
0: a bad m- musician. Oh, probably not. But I mean, he wasn't great. No, he wasn't. The great. reason why he was an actor and not a musician. Yeah, but
1: yep. but he enjoyed he enjoyed playing a little bit. Well, yeah. when you're that famous, you might as well do what you want, sure. right? Yeah. I mean,
2: there's been a long line of actors that are musicians. Yeah. Unrelated, but the only thing going through my head right now is
0: Space Pants. Space Pants. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I wish it was Juice Pants. It was, it, well, Juice Pants will be another episode if we can get our hands on some. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, Chicago. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, Space Pants. Though, space Pants. Kind of works with,
2: uh, with, with this. There it is. With we'll yeah. this brewery. What What uh, is his name? Peter Dinklage? Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Look at my pants. <laughs> uh, first time I ever saw him probably was an elf. Was he an elf? He was? Yeah, he was mm-hmm. an elf. Okay. He was the angry elf. My, he,
0: oh. he, this is sad. I don't really like elf that much. That's okay. It's, you don't have to. As as Christmas movies go.
2: That's okay. Yeah.
0: I mean, you can be wrong. That's, that's just,
2: fine. I, well, I... I, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I mean, it's got De <laughs>
1: Deschanel. It's got Will Ferrell. It's got Bob Newhart. It's got Christmas songs. It's got... Spaghetti and chocolate. chocolate syrup. And, syrup. Yeah.
2: Come on. Mm, What's <laughs> not know. to
0: like? I think just sometimes Will Ferrell is just too much for me. Okay.
2: Sometimes. I can agree with you on that. Right. Yeah. But that movie's still good. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, <laughs> it has James Caan. James Caan is pretty
1: like awesome. Like the king of the gangster movies. Yes. And he's a... Executive at like a children's book publishing house, <laughs> yeah. and it has Kyle Gas from Tenacious D in yes. it. Yes, yeah. Oh my goodness, Amy Sedaris. Ooh, so much, so many good things in that movie. All that. right, yeah. uh, we are way off topic, but that's yeah. okay. Yeah. It's uh, not it, Christmas yet. Space no. pants. <laughs> space pants. Well, then I wrote down Rocket Man. Oh, Another song, Elton John. Space, yeah. Yep. Also, the name of the the biopic. Did you see it? No, I did not.
2: Dolan. The biopic, yeah, called Rocket Man. The Rocket oh. Man, the movie. The movie, mm.
1: no? no. He's like, "What's a movie? Okay, was it so any good? It was fantastic. Really?
2: That just came out, didn't it?
1: Yes. Okay. Better. I, now I'm caught up. I saw it in the theater, and then I bought it the day it came out. Better than the Queen? Friday? Totally different. Oh, because this one is more. I would say this is almost more like a play. Than Interesting. what the other one was a straight biopic movie, right? Sure. This one is has a lot of fantasy elements in it. Mm. It has time jumps, it has hmm. um So you go back and forth a lot? Yeah. Mm. But you know it. Oh, okay. It's not like you're not like, oh, what is going on? Where are we at? Like it's very planned out and you know exactly where you're at and what's happening. Um so but it's not it like
2: inception where you're no. Okay. Mm.
1: It's more like a musical, if that makes sense too. Okay. Like, all of a sudden, they're just singing and dancing, where that was not <laughs> happening with the Queen movie, right? Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? It would just... The Queen
0: movie, like, it was very... Uh, choreographed is not the right word, but it was very... Telegraphed, right? You just yes. You knew one concert to another,
1: kind right. of how the progression sure.
0: was going to happen. Yes.
1: This one is more like, maybe some of this stuff happened, probably some of it didn't,
2: and it's a kind of a wild ride and awesome. I like, was just going to ask, is there any, like, fallacies to it, or...
1: Um, as far as I know, it's probably more accurate than the Queen movie because okay. Elton John was an executive producer on it, and Ooh. he's been trying to get it made for like 10 years. Oh, okay. And one of the big hang-ups on it was there was like a, eh, it's not graphic, but there's a love scene, mm. and uh, that turned off a lot of folks, I guess. Mm. So also, which is a kind of a weird tie-in, is the guy that is in the love scene, mm-hmm. his partner, is also in the Queen movie. Oh. So he was the same music executive oh. that was like a bad sleazy dude in both those guys' lives, Freddie Mercury and Elton John. Oh. I thought
2: you were gonna say that he was the the same guy in both sex scenes. Oh. Well, <laughs> same
1: person in real life but different actor.
2: Right. Oh, yeah. oh. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so opposite of what I was thinking. Uh-huh.
1: So in That's this in the Rocket movie, Rocket Man movie, it was Rob Stark from Game of Thrones plays this guy. And in um The Queen movie, I believe it was the guy that played Littlefinger Mm. from Game of Thrones. You don't watch Game of Thrones? No. So, sorry. Does he have Littlefingers? Yes. Oh. We'll just say that. That's interesting. Okay. So... That's Rocket Man. Is that a is
0: that a phallic reference?
1: Uh, no, I don't know why they call him that.
0: Oh, it's just okay. his name. No idea.
2: So what would what would be your rating one through ten on that movie? Mm. On Rocket Man, I liked yep.
1: it way more than I liked the Queen movie. Oh, interesting. I mean, the Queen movie. If you want to see that, then just watch the Live Aid concert or watch anything of actually Freddie Mercury. Sure. Because it was so... I mean, it was down to the finger movements of the the last scene where he's at Live Aid. Mm-hmm. Like, it's exactly the same, like, on purpose. Mm-hmm. Well, then why don't you just watch the real watch thing? Watch the real thing. The Elton John movie mm-hmm. is, for me, just hands down better. Wasn't Brian May a producer on the yeah. on the show? Yeah.
0: So there was... Okay. I mean, it's historically
1: pretty correct, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it do they are not mix, really learning anything in that
2: movie, I don't feel yeah. like. Do they mix in, like, actual footage with... Shot footage like they did, Bohemian nope. Rhapsody. Nope, no. it's
1: all Taron Egerton.
2: Hmm. Interesting,
1: and it's all him singing. Oh, which is not the case wow. of the other one. No, no, it's not. So he did all the singing because the hmm. way the way that he got into it, uh, and I know this only because I have a three year old at home. There was a movie called Sing, an animated yeah, movie, I've right? I've seen it. I've uh-huh. seen it. And Taron Egerton is a character in that. He's a gorilla, <laughs> okay, and he sings an Elton John song in that movie. Hmm. And Elton John was like, "Hey, that was pretty good. I've been trying to make a bio movie. Mm. I think you'd be perfect for this."
2: Interesting. And
1: he had to come in and like sing songs in front of Elton John. And Elton wow. John said, "Yeah, okay, you can do it." Could it's you? A, could a, you imagine that? That'd be some pressure, wouldn't
2: yeah. it? It's interesting that Elton John watched Sing. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if he did. He, well, he what has he kids. Too. He has two young kids it? too, oh, so right. he probably he did
1: see it, or you know, as people told him about it or whatever. But mm. um, also, they met. Um, because he's in the second Kingsman movie. Elton John is. Oh, he is. Yeah, have you seen it? Uh, I, no, I have not. Oh, yeah, he's he got he gets kidnapped.
0: And as Elton John, uh huh. Oh no, as kidding. Elton
1: John, and he has to kick ass to get out. Oh, <laughs> Julian, Julianne Moore's character kidnaps him because hmm. she really loves Elton John.
2: As oh. if he wasn't already badass. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's in
1: full Elton John regalia. <laughs> <laughs> kicking ass like kung fu style in Kingsman 2. I'm
2: going to have to look up this movie scene. It's so good. They probably have it on YouTube or oh, something. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Un- unrelated
0: to everything else. Like this is one of those things we saw Elton John probably 3 years ago when he came to town. Do you remember okay. him and Billy Joel? Uh no, no, it was before that. It was mm. it was before that. And I was so happy that I that I that I went to see him I, in concert. Yep. Uh Phil Collins was just here last month. And uh, I was so happy. It's it's different because he's older. Yeah, but I think I, Elton John's older than Phil Collins. I think so too. Yeah. but and Phil's not getting around great in nope. these days. Neither of them. But still, man, there was
1: something he he can still he can still sing, dude. Elton John. I mean, wh- I think that's interesting about him. And this is so off the topic, but sure. it's but we're having beers and having conversation, so it is. He has a way of conveying stuff that is just. Amazing when he didn't write the lyrics, Bernie you know? Toppin, right? Right. Yeah. So like, you feel like those are his songs and they are, yeah. but he's interpreting what's already written down. He mm-hmm. just comes up with the music and and figures out the way to sing the songs. But I don't think pretty it's cool. It's not an accident that people know who Bernie
0: Toppin is.
1: Yeah, for sure. That dude is a, he's a lyrical genius. Yeah, but there's not very many other examples that I can think of. That no. Like hardly even anybody else writes lyrics for somebody else to sing in a popular band. The only one I can think of is Depeche Mode, Prince. Yeah, I suppose. I would
0: argue that Prince's Prince could have been the stuff that he didn't sing that he wrote that he then gave to other people. But he was still a singer, though. He was still a singer, right? But just from a strictly from a writing standpoint, from writing lyrics, sure.
1: Bernie Toppin is yep, and it's just so many different genres, yeah, that that he that they all covered, but yep. So yeah, that was the Rocket Man. Holy cow! Hmm. Long, long long-winded way to say. Watch the movie if you can. (laughs) I certainly hope Celestial Bearworks appreciates uh, some Elton John. Maybe. Well, we're gonna get some more maybe on-topic stuff for them here because I was like, all right, you know what I'm into, and I don't really know a lot about Hmm. constellations. Oh, do you know about constellations? No, I didn't know hardly anything about them. The only thing I could think of was the Big Dipper.
2: Yeah, all I know is like Orion's Belt, Mm -hmm. Big Dipper, Mm -hmm. Little Dipper.
0: You only know Orion's Belt because you watch Men in Black.
2: Yes. Okay, there you go. Yes. But I know in middle school, we had a, uh, what do you call them? The space auditorium things where you lay back. Planetarium? Planetarium. There There was a planetarium connected to one of the middle schools in town. And every year, every year, we took a trip out to the planetarium and watched like, the stars and learned about the planets, and then mm-hmm. they had like a laser light show after after that. So I used to know like all of them and where mm. they sat and what which seasons, but mm. it hasn't been pretty. Wow. important lately. I did guess we, all those brain
1: cells are gone. And yeah, did, did the well, laser light show feature Pink Floyd?
2: Um, no, it should have. Uh, I have right. definitely
1: I was, seen one before of you. I have too. Lincoln at the fantastic Moral Hall has yeah. we used to have one. I used yeah. to go to.
2: Those things are so crazy because it, it really feels like you're. Looking at the night sky Like I sometimes get confused Like Whoa I'm I'm indoors Yeah This is fake Mm-hmm
1: Yeah Pretty cool You know what else is cool Learning about stuff And here's what we got So I wrote down There's 88 Officially recognized constellations Okay And the most recent one Was discovered In like The 1700s So there hasn't been A whole wow. lot of New stuff found In this area Right Okay So most of these Have been around Since 2nd AD 2nd century AD Hmm So, what I just did was a little bit of research on, like, kind of the families of them. Um, Most of them were named after Greek mythology or Roman. Um, The more recent ones that I was talking about earlier, like the 1700 ones, Mm -hmm. are usually named after um, scientific um, instruments. So, there's one, like... um, Oh, what was it that I th- like a microscope, basically. I was going to say that, like just trying to be funny, but no, there's actually yeah. like. And then like one was like a triangle. <laughs> and then the other, so, other side of them were exotic animals to them. Oh. So like animals that had just heard about in stories. Mm. They said, oh, yeah, well, this is, we're going to, na- I see one up there. The gazelle there it is. There whatever. So I'm going to hit through a few. Okay. And then you tell me if you know what they are. All right. Okay. So I highlighted just a few, but they're out of 88. I went with some that were funny. Okay. Uh, let's see. How am I going to pronounce this without giving it away? Camello Partis. <laughs> What's that shape supposed to be? Camello Partis. Uh huh. No, no clue. I'm saying it wrong on purpose, but okay. It's a giraffe. Because okay. it looked like to them a camel, so mm. a camel, mm-hmm. a Partis. Which was like a long neck. So it's like a long neck camel, is oh. what they saw in the sky. So it's a giraffe. <laughs> well, okay. They're not
2: wrong, I guess.
1: Mm. Uh Cain's vincacy. Like Cain's Vinodic. Cain like Cain and Abel? Well, it maybe, okay. but it's close to Canis. Like a dog. Uh huh. Okay. I mean it's hunting dogs. Mm. Oh. So that's one. There's also Canis Major, Canis Minor.
2: Is that where Raising Canes comes from.
1: Um, well, isn't their dog the dog was named was mascot was named Cain. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was and named they have Kane. yeah, and their was... dog is a mascot of that restaurant. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, maybe. So there you go, Corvus. Mm. Oh, I've heard of this. I would hope so. I haven't, but I didn't have a planetarium at my school. <laughs> no, but I can't tell you what it is. Uh, the crow. It's a crow. Mm. Uh, Cygnus. That's a swan. Okay. You probably will get this one. Delphinus. Do you know? Uh, it's a porpoise or a dolphin.
2: Oh. oh. Uh, that makes sense. Here's
1: one you'll you'll have to get this. Okay. Draco.
2: <laughs>
0: That's who Rocky fought in Rocky IV. <laughs> yes. No. Malfoy. <laughs> yes.
1: It's a dragon. Oh. Mm. Okay. Don't they say that in Game of Thrones too? I don't
0: I, know. I don't know. We got to stop talking about Game of Thrones.
1: Uh, we yeah, got to get that? off dragons. Lacerta. The certificate. A lizard? The fake sugar. The fake sugar. <laughs> Monoceros. That's fake sugar. <laughs> uh, well, think about mono. mono. That's one. one. Okay, one Ceros. Ceros. One One, one mm. horn. It's a unicorn. Mm. Monoceros. Interesting. Uh Pavo, P A V O, that's a peacock. Okay. And these are all in the sky mm. somewhere. Interesting. Uh, Sagita. Vegeta? Not Vegeta from Dragon Ball. No. <laughs> That'd be cool, but no. Yeah. Sagita. It's an arrow. Cuz Sagittarius is an oh, archer. It's oh, it's cuz the archer. Yeah, okay, makes sense. Uh, two more. Tucana. Tucan. Uh, Tucan. It's a toucan. Boom, good job. And not Dolans, but Volans.
2: Volans. Oh. Vol-
1: Volcano, flying fish. Oh. So weird. Okay. if those were weird animal ones, and those are more like 1600s to 1700s, the animal ones hmm. um, were, let's see, who did those? Dutch navigators. They okay. were basically trying to make maps. Okay. So they would go to these different places and see these animals, and then they'd be out on the ocean and see them in the sky. Hmm. So if it's a weird animal name, it came from the Dutch. Okay. If it was scientific experiments, most of those came from one dude. I think he was Italian, Nicolas Louis, or maybe French, Nicolas Louis de La Cille. Hmm. L-A-C-I-E-L-L-E, hmm. 18th century. Um, the other ones are just known as Zodiac constellations, okay. which makes sense. Those are the second AD ones. Cancer, Sagittarius, uh-huh. a- Aries, Libra, yeah. Yep, all those kind. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a family called the Perseus family, Hercules family, Orion family, Zodiac, and Ursa Major are all branches of the trees of the constellations. Hmm. Gotcha. So that's what I know about constellations. Do they share stars? Like, do they like does one cross over into the other one? Or? I think some do. I think because I mean, there's a ton of stars, right? Mm-hmm. But there's only so many that we can really see, right? True. And I don't know. I mean, I I can find the Big Dipper and the Little Dipper, and I'll, I can find <laughs> Venus, mm-hmm. and that's about it.
2: Yeah. I like to equate it though. to, I, I don't know if I'm the only one here that has done this, but. You know, like the texture on the drywall. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you can like make out shapes mm-hmm. in the texture mm-hmm. of the drywall. Yeah, I feel like that's what they were doing. It's matrixing. matrixing. That's what that's called. Wow. So it's when you see
1: a pattern in something that really isn't a pattern, but your eyes and your brain is trying to make sense of what you what, what is random. Is. Right. It your brain does not like random, so your brain is trying to f- make things in. So you'll see it in wood green. You'll no. see it in like a tile floor. Mm. You'll see it in anything that has what is technically random. Your brain wants to put it in order, and that's called matrixing. That's
2: why we like everything symmetrical. Like mm-hmm. picture mm. frames are always rectangles mm-hmm. or squares. Well, even
1: or, in like the same with clouds. When you see a shape in a cloud, sure, it's well, yeah, the same yeah, sort Yeah, of yeah. Thing. there was a when I was growing up in the house
0: that I grew up in. When I was in, I probably my my son's age right now, ten, twelve, somewhere in there. Um, there was that shape in the wood grain, like in the fake wood. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. In, in, or whatever. And it looked like a scary face. Yep.
1: That's usually what you'll see.
0: I always had to put a picture over that thing. <laughs> always scared the shit out of me. 70s wood panel, man. Yeah. Faces everywhere.
1: Yeah. Uh, I did find a little bit more information I wrote down about Turning Point. So I want to hit those real quick mm-hmm. um, just because I thought it was fun. They made, I think they made some stouts there. And I wrote these two down. Kay. Well, they also have a beer called Age of a uh, ale querious <laughs> right so off that song from from, ha- from yeah. uh not hairspray uh 40 year old virgin uh, no, yeah, isn't that what it is at the end oh uh, well yeah
0: but that's from, right. it's from the musical um yeah hair hair yeah okay yeah. there
1: we go uh they had a beer called fading into black which is 11 percent peanut butter and lactose mm-hmm. stout and then they had one i don't know how to pronounce this but it's spelled f-e-n-r-i-r f-e-n-r F-E-N-R-I-R. Veneer. That's also 11. That had vanilla, chocolate, and coffee. So those sound oh. bomb. Um, Turning Point Brewery, they have a beer called Party Boys to Men, <laughs> and it's a Berliner that's a, I think changes fruit flavor. But the one that looked like I saw on there was like a strawberry or something, a red fruit, cherry maybe. Uh-huh. And they have boy band trivia on certain nights every week, maybe <laughs> yeah. Wednesday, which is, I guess, kind of the demographic, right? Sure. Like, because those were real big in the 2000s. Yeah. As if you're a kid, eight years old or something in 2000, you can go to the brewery now yep. and have boy band trivia. Mm-hmm. And they also have a, a returning series of beers. Um, I can't remember what it was called, but it had new in the word, N U. Um, okay. So. They ch- they change fruit flavors in it a okay. lot of times. I think it was an IPA, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe it was a, a Kettle Sour, but they had one that was called New, N-U, Never Nude. New, Never Nude. Yeah, Never Nude. Do you know what Never Nude is? No. Um, have you ever seen Arrested Development? Yes. Yeah. So Tobias is a Never Nude. When he takes a shower, he's wearing his denim shorts. <laughs> Because he will never get naked. So he is a never nude. So that he, they had a picture on their website of when they did this beer release. It was photoshopped of David Cross. Yeah. Standing in front of these beers. And it looked like legit like he was in their brew house. But it was, yeah, never nude. And I was like, oh, arrested development. (laughs) I'm putting that in. So those guys were more about. The pop culture stuff. Sure. And the other one was more science-y. Science-y, space-y yeah. And, yeah. But still cool vibes.
0: I, going back to the can here from Celestial uh, on the front. And I love just like, the artwork on there, like you said, was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the bottom down here, it says, drink this beer fresh, store this beer right side up, recycle this can to protect our planet. Yeah. It's kind of fun. It is cool. Yeah. Store this beer right side up. Why would you?
1: You don't want to lay it down? Yeah. Or? Yeah. I mean, it just depends on what's in there. I mean, some beers you want to, you can put on their side. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, you if you're going to get like, oh, what are those beers? Um, like Mimosa Gozas. Mm-hmm. Like what's, with the pulp and stuff? Yeah. You'll mm-hmm. want to have them on the side. And then when you, you roll it a couple you're, of times, yeah. it kind of basically activates everything. Mm-hmm. So when you open it and you pour it... Um, you're not just getting pulp at the bottom of the last pour because mm. the, the beer is it's totally different than what it's supposed to be. Yep. Um, this could just be a case of like hop sludge uh-huh. uh, in the can or, you know, that's how they feel like it should be. I mean, that's how they ship them. That's how they're stocked on the shelf Yeah. up and down. Yep. That's how you can see it on the shelf. So they just want you to, to keep mm-hmm. it that way, I guess. There
0: are others that it generally sours where you want like, – where they print the label upside down. Mm-hmm.
1: And so then you have to turn it over to get well, that – Kind of shake. And Boiler uh, and Lincoln, on their crawlers of their beers like that, Mm -hmm. they put the labels on upside down so you know which Mm -hmm. way to store it. It is stored upside down. Mm -hmm. So then when you want to open it, you have to turn it to open it, and then you don't even have to do the roll. Right. It's just already in there for you. So just something as simple as putting the label on upside down makes Mm -hmm. a difference. So the old untapped,
0: well, roughly the same number, 1,855
1: check-ins. I'm gonna go. It's. I think it's still gonna be over a four average, but a little lower. I would say four point like 07. Don?
2: I don't know. I think it's. I think it's gonna be a little lower. I think mm. like three nine three eight
0: five. You're both close. Mm. Four point zero nine. Ooh, I was close. You were close. There. Yeah,
1: but I. I mean, right there at the four. That's solid for that's almost cool. two thousand. Real solid. Plus, it it drank as a four to me, didn't yeah. it? Oh, I mean, yeah. it was really good, refreshing. Mm-hmm had good citrusy notes, mm-hmm. wasn't bitter, and I would drink it again. That's a 4 mm-hmm. for me. Yep. So which one did you like better?
2: I liked the first one.
1: I I did like yeah. the first one better, and I like this one better. You liked Okay. But I did really like the hops in that one, but mm-hmm. um this one for me is is just a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah,
0: the turning point one was was more my style, but that's just I don't know, maybe it's just my palate
1: has evolved. Yeah. Well, that's that's the fun of this. Yeah. Just, you know, we can, we can all be sitting here drinking the same thing, and we all have different opinions.
0: I'm so proud of Dolan, too. Like, he's he's come a long way in his beer journey with us. And yeah, uh, we dragged him along with us. <laughs> <laughs> I still feel like a
2: super noob, but... yeah,
1: I do, too. I, I absolutely <clears throat> feel like that. Well, I can tell you, just from being at a couple of breweries this weekend, I feel like a noob. So, <laughs> I don't know what that says about everybody else, but I mean, you're always learning and trying new things. Mm-hmm. And I was at a brewery this weekend that, while we were there, they kicked three kegs and put three new beers on so in, just in that place you could have tried like 15 different beers in one day wow. i mean so you there's no end in sight right with all the breweries yep so thanks again to
0: michelle swain at uh at ahs staffing yeah she wrote ahs staffing nurse stat i've just always known them as ahs staffing you Yeah. Know. Uh, down in texas I, I she sent us a fun little pack with a bunch of stickers and with all the beers and stuff she sent us last week's beer the pickle beer mm-hmm. which i still can't stop thinking about that's just
1: you know what i've had just because i put a picture of it on my instagram mm-hmm. i've had like probably 10 people ask me about it yeah how was it how was that thing mm.
0: don by the way i found the other one.
2: Oh yes so, i was telling sam about that mm-hmm. that that I'm going to be bringing that home. I'll bring. I kept it
0: off the top shelf for the. Uh, so for those of you that don't know, we have a secret beer fridge at Atlas. Oh, which isn't so much of a secret anymore. I guess not anymore. It's in a secret location.
1: Yeah. Well, um, it's a restricted access. It is restricted access. I don't have access.
0: Uh if you do, yeah, you, should. You, you should. you should probably yeah. should. Yeah, yeah. More, more shouldn't. <laughs> Maybe not Polinsky, <laughs> but you yeah. should. Yeah. Somehow Matt Polinsky has, mm-hmm. and you don't. I've never seen him drink a beer in my life. No, well, outside of Bush Light, I really haven't. Yeah, yeah. but I haven't. It's the top shelf is beers that you can that anybody can have.
1: Okay, if you have access, if you have access, and you which know is where it is,
0: the opposite of top shelf generally, right? Right. I mean, so but top shelf is beers that anybody can have, and then the very bottom shelves, the crisper mm-hmm. drawers, yeah, are the beers that are coming up on a beer with Atlas, and so. Uh, I'll bring the. I, I've avoided the top shelf for the pickle beer now for now, so I'll bring it up Sweet. to you. Sweet, here we go.
2: Yeah, I kind of want one right now. Mm. If I never have another pickle beer, I think you'll
0: be all right. I think I'll be all right. I
2: think it? I need some pickle juice
0: to get over this cold.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can't hurt. <laughs> uh,
0: next couple of weeks, we have some fun different beers. One of our nurses, uh, Keith McCarty, drove through uh, his home state of Ohio and brought us some Ohio beers. Nice. And then the following week, we are doing, uh, there was uh, a special beer made for Dayton, Ohio. An IPA. Oh, yeah. Yep. So we're going to do that one coming up over the next couple of weeks. So a couple of Ohio cool podcast here over the next from few Texas weeks. to Ohio from Texas to Ohio nice and then as we get into December as we get through Thanksgiving and into December Brian has promised that he will dazzle us with uh Christmas beers I don't know about dazzle but I'll at least get you buzzed all right there we go <laughs> that's enough to uh to put up with some
1: in-laws and stuff for yeah, the holidays for and sure you that is number one <laughs> if you're going to the in-laws for Thanksgiving christmas new year's you better have some beers with you bring something besides uh 4.2 coors light Uh with you or whatever leave that for your your father-in-law drink the good stuff
0: bring some good stuff so that's that'll kind of round out the year for us christmas beers will end up and then uh and then we're into new year's and wow winter beers i can't
1: believe that already i know
0: i know there we go all right brian we ain't going anywhere for a while let's have another beer Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.